And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsi, oh, damn it. Welcome to episode 119 of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. Hey, hey, the gang's all here. What's up? Woo. We're all in I'm, one place I almost again. forget to say the and. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There you go. I'm alive. Yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> nice job, Jen. <laughs> Staying alive. Yeah. Yeah. Time that just right. <laughs> you solved the surviving, our surviving puzzle. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. I did that thing. Did you guys? I didn't listen to the episode yet because I'm, I've only read like half of those books. Did you guys tell everybody that I was in the hospital? No, that's none no. of our business oh. to say. I don't care. Yeah. Hey, I was in the hospital. Yeah. What's up? It's fun times. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. I'm not going to say it was 100% stress induced, but may have been. But it wasn't not 100%. It was not 100%. <laughs> there are definitely consequences to a running at 110% of capacity for a year and a half straight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And generally there's consequences often in, in hospitals. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> As it turns out, yes. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. Also, don't let a dog lick you in the mouth, just in case. <laughs> I don't know that that's what happened. I'm just saying. Whatever you do, don't kiss your dog square on the lips. <laughs> no. Yet, for so many reasons. <laughs> for so many reasons. So many reasons, you yes. guys. That's nasty. Yeah, pretty much. But sometimes you have a sneaky little fucker who likes to lick you in the mouth. My cat has never licked me in the mouth. <laughs> okay, but you've met Rusty. <laughs> yes. This is, I'm not sure there's right. anyone Rusty has licked You'll in the get mouth. that tongue in your mouth. I, I don't sleep near Rusty. This is There's reasons. <laughs> Rusty is like a drunken Roger Ailes. Oh, no. He doesn't do it when you're asleep. He's not that creepy. He wants to look you in the eyes as he does it. Like I said, Roger Ailes, not Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh, oh, God. God. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. So glad we went there. Mm-hmm. And cut. <laughs> Big pause. We all know that's staying in. Yeah, we mm-hmm. do. Yep. Yes. Yeah, we Don't do. even front. No. <sighs> hey, I found a new phrase that doesn't work for me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be so, front. So now we now, now we've got bad at movies and bad at phrasing. That's yes. Alex. I'm very good at phrasing. I don't know <laughs> what just... you're talking about. I'm I'm gonna refrain from commenting on that one because I am very bad at phrasing. Also, was sick. So yeah. when I said, shock my shit out. And I finished moving this week. Yay! Yay! We are happy about that. Now I just have to unpack everything. Yeah. Fun. I've got about ten boxes of trades unpacked and about thirty to go. Ew. No, I just paid someone else to work on my house this week. Smart. That's smart. Yeah, the whole climbing on the roof thing. It's, I, I'm just not up for that anymore. No, have you seen my roof? It's never yeah. going to happen. It's a Sorry. fiddler on the roof, not a baker on the roof. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and? Nothing. Okay. Captain America, numero dos. Yeah. What did you think? You weren't here when we talked about one. I wasn't. 
Um, I really liked it. I enjoyed it. Uh, it was very different than Captain America has been in a while. Yes. Yes. Very serious. Mm-hmm. Very angsty. Yeah. He's very... Like, I'm used to him being almost maximum angsty. But this is beyond. And also exactly what I knew was going to happen post-Secret Empire stuff. Yeah. It is interesting to me that now, basically a year later, we are coming back to Secret Empire Fallout for Steve. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really was almost like they just kind of almost put it on hold. They needed a, a break. Yeah. Everybody needed a break. Like, look, this bad shit happened. We're going to get to it. But first, future. Yeah. Yeah. That, I'm so mixed about this book. There's parts of it that I like, mm-hmm. but there's parts of it that I'm just like, I don't know if I want to read this. Okay. Yeah. Like the whole, the whole army super patriot guys i just don't know that i'm in for this story yeah i couldn't yeah we we y'all we live in georgia those <sighs> dudes are real man yeah probably hasn't helped that i've just watched the whole first season of handmaid's tale oh so. yeah no that doesn't help at all <laughs> also oh, no. to be fair and i know you're not saying he doesn't yeah you know ta-nehisi coates knows those dudes are real mm-hmm. yeah yeah but that's the point but we see, but like we have to interact with them yeah. on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah. Is the difference here? Yeah, you drive around for more than about an hour on any given day, and you'll see some sort of like patriot security, yeah, vehicle that's just somebody, assholes with guns and somebody flags. flying a fucking Confederate flag out the back of their damn pickup truck. Yeah, yeah, it's not racist. It's history. Yeah, the history was racist, though. You stupid fucks. <laughs> the history was racist, though. Yes. You guys have run this one so far into the ground that there's really no question yeah. what it is at this point. That whole, well, no, it's our legacy thing. No. Doesn't if you fly want anymore. your legacy to be racism, you stupid. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's the thing about perception. Um, maybe it begets think about reality? It. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So anyway, so that's where I'm at with this book. But I mean, I, I I don't dislike the story that's being told. Yeah. I just don't know if I want to read it. I definitely yeah. want to read it. I'm trying to decide if it's a single issue book or a trade Same-sies. book for me right now. Yeah. This one feels like it's going to be, as weird as this sounds, it feels like it's going to be heavy to read in singles, but good in trade. Yeah. You know what? And that's a fair statement, because I could probably just take it as one Mm-hmm. Thing to swallow and read yeah. and enjoy. Take one big thing Stop to swallow. It. No, we're not, we're, could you? We could were you not going to take go. one big thing. We to weren't swallow. going to go there. No, I was going there. <laughs> of course, I, you I live there. there. Sorry, <laughs> you never leave. Do you? No, <laughs> you know Jin's secret. Jin's secret <laughs> is she's always there. <laughs> That's right. I could have made that so much worse. Yeah, I, I was waiting yeah, for it. Yeah, I, was I, was gonna, like, I was like, uh, how exactly am I going to respond to this? Going to phrase that? Oh. Alex was good at phrasing. (laughs) It's early still in this episode. (laughs) Uh, But no, it's kind of like... It's kind of like Saga. In that... In in a very specific way that I'm about to explain. The the space between issues. I am so glad I read Saga in floppies and not trades. Because that space between issues where things hang and there is suspense... Mm 
is so much of what makes that book feel weighty. Mm -hmm. And I think that is true of this as well, but it is a very angsty kind of suspense Mm -hmm. that I think... I think I'll like this better if I cut out that weight between. Like, well, yeah. I, don't have just, that I don't want that. I don't want to feel that way all the way in between these stories. Right. Yeah. Like and so a, maybe the, that would maybe, maybe in trade is a better way yeah. of consuming this. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe once it gets after this initial, uh, who the fuck am I? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we get a fairly significant reveal at the end on the last page. Yeah. Steve's going to be teaming up with Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. And I have kind of opted out of all the Black Panther stuff. Uh-huh. And which also leaves me a little bit. I don't know if I want to. I can tell you, having read all the Black Panther stuff. Yeah. It's not going to matter for you. Okay. The Black Panther stuff that's going on right now is not going to have anything to do with this. Okay. Um, I assume that this is taking place between whatever happens to get T'Challa to where he is right now. And what happened up until the end of the latest arc. Like, this is... It's still Ta-Nehisi Coates writing Black Panther, and I'm sure it will be consistent with that. And he's got sort of a team. Wakanda's sort of a democracy now. But I don't think you're going to need to know any of the specifics of that for Steve and T'Challa teaming up. Okay. To make sense. And the new Black Panther is so good. I know. I know you know. Um, Too many things. Mm-hmm. Cosmic Ghost Rider number two. This is a fucking balls to the wall, awesome fucking scream laugh fest. With a cool baby. With a cool baby. I love it. I love this book. I love this book, Brian. Okay. It's, it's very fun. It's so strange that you'd enjoy a Donny Cates. I know, book right? Who'd have thought? Fucking Donny Cates. I don't like anything that he writes. Except for all of them. Except for like literally everything. <laughs> yeah. Um he good writer. He good good writer. Uh yeah. He's he's making me read a fucking Frank Castle cosmic ghostwriter book. That's that's why I, I opted not to It's so <laughs> good. No. Brian. Okay, so here's the thing. Here you know, here's what I'm gonna do. If I can ever get caught up on on all the current books that I need to read, then I will add this. Whatever you say, Sisyphus. Yeah, because that ain't going to happen. Because <laughs> I'm so far behind now. God damn it, Brian. You're like a kid with a never-ending chocolate cake. Exactly. Chocolate ice cream cake. <laughs> you want all of it, but you'll never be able to finish it. Nope. You are suffering from the curse of Cookie Puss. <laughs> I'm trying to decide else. if I should be glad about huh. that. <laughs> Anyway. That sounds like something I might really like. I mean, it's that or Fudgy the Whale. <laughs> nope, no, not that one. I do not want to have. <laughs> no. So, you, uh, I mean, you've already talked about this one. Yeah, we talked about it when the first yeah. one came yeah. out. So you know the premise. Yes. Yes. Okay. I do know the premise. And some of us read Donny Cates' Thanos Rod. Some of us are working on it. Slowly. You have an excuse. You've been sick. <laughs> well... yeah but we don't bully her brian oh right oh right 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 see i keep forgetting that (laughs) which is funny 
Don't Many worry, reasons. it's almost it's almost October. It You'll is. have your reprieve soon. <laughs> right. As a matter of fact, we're going to be talking about it later today. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I don't know, this good book. It's a very good, good, good book with good, big-headed good space baby. Yeah. And that, too. Yeah. I'm tired of mi- space baby. men with big purple heads telling me what to do. <laughs> I loved, I loved... Uh, him telling the watcher, or, yeah. the, or the watcher telling him, oh, I'm just here to witness the single most idiotic fucking decision any being <laughs> yes. has ever, ever made in existence. I just want to see that and the immediate fallout from it. You know what? Fine. Fuck you, fuckers. I'm raising this baby myself. That was it. <laughs> and look, nothing bad has happened. Wait for it. <laughs> Boom. My name is Nathan Summers. Oh, shit. <laughs> so good. It was so good. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that just, mm. that and, name is all you pretty much have to drop, isn't it? Yeah. Um, no, there's one more that I think, I think you need to hear. Um, this is on the cover for number three and on the last page of this one, but Nathan Summers has a team, including it, the Juggerduck. The Jugger Duck, Howard the Duck Juggernaut, and you know he has to say, "I'm the Jugger Duck, bitch." Jugger Duck, the Jugger Duck. The the phrasing possibilities for that are just almost endless. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Oh yeah, and they're the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So exciting. Including a version of Kamala, who's also Captain America. Yeah. That's badass. I cannot wait for more of that character. Wow. That's okay. Hey, Brian. you! (laughs) Back logger. (laughs) Hey, Brian. Yeah. Tell us about Astonishing X-Men number 14. (gasps) Oh, so this is, uh, for for those of you who um, uh, don't remember, Alex... Alex Summers. Oh. Hmm? Huh? Alex Summers? Oh. Yeah. Havoc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is is the one now setting up a new team. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just as wonderfully messed up as you might hope it is. Um and he goes to um he goes to recruit another member. Um he he recruits drunk Colossus. <laughs> What? Yes. Why am I not reading this? Because uh, let's just say Peter's not having such a great time of things. I think I might the, uh, actually enjoy since, reading Drunk Colossus. Since the breakup. It is Matthew <laughs> Rosenberg. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Um, so Peter's, Peter's like, no, I said, I'd love to join your team, but, you know, I, I don't think I can. I don't think I could, stay, you know, deal being around Kitty. And he was like, well... Technically, we may not be the X Men. <laughs> that was the whole first issue of this. Was he was like, "Well, you don't own the." He was talking to Kitty. You don't own the X Men. She's like, "No, actually, I do. It's copyrighted, mm-hmm. and Professor Xavier left it to me." So go fuck yourself. <laughs> so there's this whole thing, but um, so Peter's like, "Well, okay, then sure, I'll join." And then they find out that the next target of these people that are they're trying to track or whatever um is somebody and 
somebody, quote, interesting. I think you'll find the name interesting. So they go and they show up at Dazzler's next concert. Mm. And um, there's not that many people there. Oh. <laughs> but she is in the full wig and bell bottoms. and <laughs> Yes. Because <laughs> she's like, yeah, people love their nostalgia. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> exactly. Um, and <laughs> they go uh so Alex is talking to her, and he says, um, "Is this Brian's quote of the week?" This is Brian's quote of the week, but I've got, I got to find it. Brian's um, quote of the week. Man, I, like the I thought that, like, because I was sick, I wouldn't have to deal with that. <laughs> nope. You didn't have to when you weren't here. Yeah, that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, at, she's telling him how awesome this concert series has been going and, you know, that people love the nostalgia thing and all this, blah, blah, blah. And um, Beast goes, well, actually, Allison, we had a specific reason for coming here tonight. We, oh, my God, you guys need me on the team? I'm in. Just let me grab a couple of things. Which uniform do you think I should wear? Oh, yeah, I'm coming to this whole thing. And they're like, actually, we came to talk to your stage manager, Forge, because he was the next name on the list. Oh! <laughs> and her response is like, are you fucking kidding me right now? You come to my dressing room to steal my set designer, and you already have five guys on the team. Sausage party much? <laughs> it's the 21st century, Alex. That's not okay. You guys are the fucking worst. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And, and, then, and then she saves their asses and then joins <laughs> Whatever, save their asses and then say, fuck you. Yeah, but, well, but yes, but it's so good. This, <laughs> this, this, and like, oh, by the way, and Warpath shows up, but Warpath isn't on the team, but he's always going to be with them because Kitty doesn't trust Alex, so she sent Warpath to watch him. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just fantastically fucked up. Not on the team, but I do always kick everyone's ass, so kind of on the team. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and dead Banshee. Well, he's not dead anymore. He got better. He got better. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, yeah, this is just pretty pretty fucking wonderful. And the fact that Dazzler is on the team again now is... I I couldn't be happier with this. (laughs) Nice. Cool. Infinity War is number one. Hey, Brian. Uh Uh-huh. We were right. Mm-hmm. Also, hey, Brian. <gasps> so, because this is an audio... What the fuck? Whoa. Because this is an audio medium. I was Alex showing, is showing Brian, Brian, Brian pictures. Page, but I didn't want to say it. Yeah. Because... Spoilers? Yeah. What? <laughs> so, some uh, shit goes down, y'all. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll actually call spoilers and talk I'm about be, that I'm going to be... Okay, I'm going back to read this. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So the issue starts out with uh, Peter and Gamora in a bar, and she is pleading with him to help her search for the Infinity Stones. If you've been reading this, uh, going back to the Guardians run, she has learned that a part of her never left the Soul Stone when she came back to life, and she wants to be whole again. Uh, Something, something, butthole joke. Um, <laughs> they smooch a little She's bit. A and no. then uh, Peter leaves to go join a meeting of the newly reformed Infinity Watch, which is comprised of various members of the Guardians and Avengers and a couple of villains. 
because that's where one of the stones wound up. Okay. And is Adam Warlock? Adam Warlock is there. Okay. Uh, It's a, like, it's not one-to-one, like, every stone has one keeper, like Adam Warlock and Drax and uh, someone else are keeping the soul gym. And then Peter and Groot and Rocket have the power gym. Uh, What's his name? Who was the who's had the mind gym uh turk right uh hang on, i'll find it I don't know. um so is drax still a uh, pacifist at this point he is okay <laughs> uh steven strange has the time gym um again <laughs> uh turk barrett has the mind Captain Marvel has time. Oh, Black right. Widow has time. I space. remember, I don't know what I read, something where Turk, somebody found Turk. Yeah, I think I got it. you to read like a one shot. Maybe so. Maybe so. Because um, he was using it to like get people, yeah. get criminals out off of. Yeah, there was like an infinity countdown daredevil one shot that I maybe think that I actually it. did get you to read. Which I enjoyed. Um, and he comes with an entire uh, retainer of basically Sinister Six type villains. Not all Sinister Six. Like he's got some Daredevil villains and some yeah. Spider-Man villains. Um, the street, street level folk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Bullseye and uh, uh, oh, not Bloody Mary, Typhoid Mary, Typhoid Mary. Yeah. Uh, and then you see Loki at the God Quarry. Neither of you has read the uh, Lemire Thanos yet, have you? <laughs> So this was a location that was introduced in the Lemire Thanos. Loki has decided he's going to go to learn what his real role is in the universe. He thinks someone's been messing with his story. So he's going there to find the truth. And finds an alternate universe version of himself who is worthy and carrying Mjolnir and all the Infinity Stones from his reality. (laughs) Well then. Um. And then we get back to Infinity Watch and the big reveal who is Requiem. So spoilers at this point. Like major spoilers. Requiem is Gamora. We were right. Which I really like this build to that point. Because it was something that you could kind of see growing through all these issues and something that especially after last issue made a lot of sense and this ends with her basically willing to do anything it takes to make herself whole again including running peter through with her sword and as she does it she declares uh, nothing ever really dies which is this like really cool sort of contradiction in where she's at now because clearly like nothing no one stays dead. Mm-hmm. But part of her has, and that's the thing that's driving her nuts. She's convinced that, much like that as before, well, if I get these stones, I can just put everything right. Right. But <laughs> there's also some sort of threat growing, and this is kind of what Loki's keying into, too, meeting the alternate Loki. Um, it's not as simple as she thinks it is. And you get the vibe that this is going to go very, very sideways. Yeah. You know, I, I, there's something something unrelated to comics this week that had the same thing where sometimes the unexpected thing is doing the obvious is yeah. like it being exactly who mm-hmm. you think it is yeah 
Well, I don't even think Requiem being Gamora is the most obvious choice. Like, none of us... Like, it wasn't really super obvious to me until the last issue. Okay. Like, it's something that's built, I think, really naturally. We've sort of seen Requiem working in the shadows before, and then you see Requiem, and you see Gamora kind of in parallel, and you realize, okay, in the last issue, okay, these are probably one and the same. And then in this one, you get that reveal, and it, it does kind of coalesce. Like, there's a point where, okay, it could have been anyone. You know, it could have been Nebula. It could have been Moondragon. It could have been whomever. Yeah. But the more you get about where Gamora's at, the more it makes sense, more than anyone else, for it to be her. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, this is something I still plan to do when it's all collected up. Yeah. But, yeah, I am, I am loving Infinity Wars. Nice. I strongly recommend it. You can jump on with... It's worth reading the whole thing. You could jump on with Infinity War Countdown number one. Or no, sorry. Infinity Wars Prime number one. Okay. Uh, cool. Last week's. Or Which was after Countdown, week, but before... Huh? It's after Countdown. Yes, before, the, the book that kind yeah. of bridges Countdown yeah, and, right. Right. and cool. Wars. Yeah. All right. The Seeds number one. Yeah. Yeah, we read that book, Alex. I actually really like it. Yeah, it's it's good. Yeah, and that that hurt to say. Well, really, I, mean, <laughs> I, I was rooting for it. I just. Do you want to flip through some while we read? Sure. Here, Brian. You want some candy? <laughs> um, oops, I made it creepy. <laughs> Imagine. Oh, uh, no, now we're back to Alex regular phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Davida Ha and Nocenti. Yep. Am I okay to open this? You are. Yeah. Okay. This is set in an urban setting where there's a walled off part of the city where there's no technology allowed. And then there's the rest of the city that's very technologically dependent. Um the story kind of splits itself between two or three characters, mostly two, but mm -hmm. there's one other who sort of shows up some. You have a reporter, and you have... Um, do you remember the other girl's name? Lola. Lola. Uh, and each of them... like By the end of it, they kind of cross paths, let's say. Yeah. Uh, Lola is involved with this strange dude who wears a gas mask and acts in bizarre, not necessarily human ways. Well, apparently a lot of people wear gas masks where they are. True. Like, he's not the only one who yeah. does. But it's well, a while like before wearing you see wearing masks in Hong Kong or whatever. In China. Yeah, but these are like full on. No, no, I got you. Yeah. These are like, are you saying, my mummy yeah. masks? Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Sandman gas masks. Yeah, yeah I was yeah, like, yeah. what the hell is he doing here? And it's kind of weird and unsettling. And there's a lot of like, people as bees and drones just going through imagery. There's a lot of, like, parallels between bees dying out and humans dying out. Yeah. Um, which sort of sets up Strange Dude and his compatriots as, like, cosmic gardeners of sorts. Yeah. Thematically. And maybe, at least in their own minds, literally. <laughs> Did you get to the horse mask guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's got, like, kind of a cool noir vibe. Mm -hmm. uh, the whole thing is basically 
not quite black and white. It's kind of greeny, kind of kind of tricolored. It, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's limited palette. Yes. Yeah. yeah, very limited. Um, like David Aha really, I think, takes a lot of lead in this and sort of visual composition. It's less like design focused than something like his Hawkeye, but more mm-hmm. like very much visually composed. Um, not one flow chart. Mm, I mean, yet. I'm just yet. saying, like in the first issue, it was a little. Sad. I think of flowcharts being more a Hickman thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, didn't see any tornadoes either. Mm. <laughs> yeah, most surprising of all. But I, I think the story's got a lot of p- potential. I really enjoyed the issue. Um, <laughs> Although without reading it, it did seem like there might have been a couple of creepers in there. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Maybe the dude sitting in the chair with his fucking dick out the whole time. <laughs> and you know what? You do you in your gun. own home. That's fine. Yeah, but when you hang the giant flag behind him and also have a gun in his hand, it gets yeah. a little weird. And the gas mask. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the weird TV. It's it's like the hills have eyes wide shut. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now I need that movie mashup for some fucking reason. <laughs> but do you think that's ever been a Jeopardy of... <laughs> before and after? Very answer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! You'd be the only person in the world to fucking get it, so probably not. I mean, there have got to be others out there. I might be the only other person to use it in conversation. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes. What did you think? <laughs> I really liked it. Um, I'm. I need to read the second issue before I pass judgment on whether I would keep reading yeah. it in singles. Uh, but it, it was definitely weird. I really love the reporter lady. Yes, me too. I don't know what her name is, but her editor keeps calling her honey. Yeah, so, honey. I like her. I well, like her I want get to it get bees beyond and honey. Oh, <laughs> I absolutely did. <laughs> I like her, uh, her, her want to get beyond the wall and and do some real fucking reporting and yeah, all that jazz. None I of this. Do not love her editor, but no. I also do love her editor. Yeah, it's great. You she, know, people like her editor. Yeah, she just wants that fucking clickbait story so she can get the reads. Yeah, but she's willing to let her do let Honey do her actual story if she gets the clickbait. Right. Yeah. going like get me what i need and then you can do your own thing yeah. yeah yeah exactly get me the clickbait and then you can read or you can write something that no one will ever fucking read yeah congrats very good thanks modern life very very <laughs> good book adventures of the super sons number one brian <laughs> so uh damien and john are back no, oh actually, yeah actually still because uh this actually takes place uh, before kind of modern. These are stories that, that happened after their run. But before, Sons, like, no but justice before No Justice and right. the Bendis. And, right, and, and the Superman Bendis stuff. So yeah. there's this kind of limbo time in between. Basically, the, this is continuing where they were essentially. Ex- exactly, but they, nothing, none of the big tent post stuff since. But they happened. wanted to, they wanted to stop it and write this as a twelve issue yeah. series so that they could kind of pull it out of continuing time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So that's what they've done. Um, yeah, but 
it is, uh, if you like Super Sons, read it because it is 100 percent more of the same. It's it's pretty wonderful. Do you want to talk about who the bad guys are in this? <laughs> I, I, I've got to find their name. Hang on. Let's see. What did they call themselves? Didn't they have a yeah? The gang. The gang. The gang. And who are the members Aww. of the gang? Um, let's see. We have um, do, 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 do Shaggy Boy <laughs> instead of Shaggy Man. We have um, Princess uh, Ice Princess, who is a uh, Captain Cold. female girl, Captain Cold. Uh, we have Kid Deadshot. <laughs> oh my gosh! Brainiac Six <laughs> and um, Joker Junior. And their along leader. with their leader. Rex Luthor. <laughs> Okie dokie. And they are all kids that are just the same age as, as John and Damien. Yeah. That's adorable. And also Yeah, like like it's pretty amazing. This is gonna this is going to be so much fun. That's adorable. Yes. Injustice babies. <laughs> so cute. The Legion of the Legion of Junior Doom. <laughs> the Minor League of Doom. The Minor, minor League, League of, of Doom. Doom. Nice. So cute. Nice. Speaking of Leagues of Doom. Speaking of Justice League number five, aka Legion of Doom number one. <laughs> <laughs> but completely. Like even on the cover. They, yeah. 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 Um so we're going to get issues like these, like every five or so issues of Justice League that are Tynan filling in gaps from the Legion of Doom's perspective. Yeah, because this steps back. Yeah. This steps back to kind of where issue Basically one. to the end of No yeah. Justice. Yeah. And uh, tells the story from really from Lex's point of view yeah. of what he has done since No Justice and how he got to the point and where the villains for what we've seen in justice league so far yeah. got what they have. Lex goes to the future in this <laughs> a million years in the future. And there are like giant statues of him in the streets. And this Joker flies by in his jetpack and stuff. So you're Lex Luthor. How do you know who I am? Well, <laughs> we've had tachyon build up in this spot for weeks now. And there's so much of it that it had to be someone coming from the far past. You're the only person uh, egotistical enough to do that. <laughs> and they tell Lex, you know, what they learned from him and all of that. And so, you know, we, we consider you a tragedy because you got so close, but never figured it out in your own time. But they found his writings much, much, much later. Mm -hmm. And like, Everybody totally embraced them, and that's why they're now celebrate him and everything. And like he, when he shows up, like people are like, like these people with powers are all fighting and killing each other and doing all this stuff. Uh, yeah, and that he is celebrated that way is not enough for him. He has to get it right in his own time. So he goes <laughs> of course back. He does. And, yes, he's like fuck you guys. Uh huh. Yeah. What good is it to be celebrated after you're dead? Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, so then he pulls fuck together my a legacy. Team. Yeah. Well, and the thing, the part of this that I really liked is there's a callback to when he goes to his father's, you know, Legion. Yeah. Uh, speaking. And we see him blow that up at some point, but we see what results from that here. Yeah. Which is something very different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was really, really cool seeing him set this up. 
and we find out like why the Legion of Doom headquarters can't be found. Mm-hmm. Like it explains that that uh, the metal. What I, I did like this little corollary oh, here. Yeah. The the metal that was used to build it was mined from Scartarus, and it specifically absorbs all energy and light. And it's kind of like vibranium, right? Um, but yeah, so it's always dark and like doesn't reflect any light or anything. So, so it's, it's the exact opposite right, of the literally whole the opposite Yes. Of- yes. Yeah. And then they used a spell from Felix Foss to magically hide it also. So that's why it's undetectable. Yeah. Nice. I like it. I like yeah. it. It's cool. Uh, yeah. All but right. You can't really turn on a light in there, right? Well, inside is not this. It's just outside. Yeah. Okay. Just outside. So or they like, all have dark vision. Plated the walls. Yeah. <laughs> right. Leviathan number one. I'm the only one who wrote this, right? Not yes. I. So I'm the only one who read from the book about reading from the book. Really? Ugh. Go figure, Go Alex. Figure. Go figure. So this is about a dude who has to go pick up some more beer because his roommate told people online that there was going to be a party and the creepy goth kids showed up. So while he's out to pick up beer, the creepy goth kids read from the book and summon a giant dragon monster that nice. starts destroying the city and killing everyone. Let's see. What scenario was that in ha- House on the Haunted Hill? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much exactly yeah. what that plot is. Yeah. Cabin in the Woods? Oh, oh, right. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, this is... Trailer House. <laughs> yeah. So far, it does not seem to be like as deep as something like Chew in terms of world building and having all these hooks. It's also only planned to be like 10 issues, Layman has said. Uh, it could be longer, but the plan right now is 10. It is like big, goofy action. Um, the Nick Patara art in this is a huge draw. It's super, super detailed. There's this big mm. two-page spread that's the first reveal of the Leviathan. And it's just some of the most crazy detailed stuff I've seen him do ever. Mm. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's like bright and colorful and cartoony kaiju demon thing killing everyone. Nice. All right, then. Sounds like I would dig it, other than people reading from the book. Yes. <laughs> I mean, eventually reading from the book's got to go right for someone. No. No. <laughs> it's not worth it. It's law not worth finding numbers. out. No, it's not worth finding out. Yeah, and the law of averages says that there's like a 0.01% chance that it's okay. Alex, do you? <laughs> like, those do odds you, are so horrible. Alex, Statistics don't apply to the individual. Do you play the lottery? Um, Technically, I have like twice in my life. Okay, why don't you play it more often? Because, because usually we're not at Chinese individual. places where you say, damn, I've had good luck, give me your uh, 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 fortunes, and I'm going to go buy lottery tickets with the numbers on the back. Okay. <laughs> That's why. All right. And somehow that makes complete sense to me knowing Alex. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hey, Jen. The times I Al- have. Alex would read from the book. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, I was, I was trying to get around to him not reading from the book. That, that's. But I'm then just... it just 
fucking cemented his views. I'm just doing what LeVar Burton has always told me. <laughs> Take a look. It's in a book. But it's not going to be the Reading Rainbow. You don't know that. Either that or it's the Reading Rainbow of Doom that right. melts your face. Yes. <laughs> Which would be very heavy metal. It's the Reading Ray Gun of... Ugh. As long as it's not the Reading Reagan. <laughs> yeah. Bridget Reagan. That'd be all right. <laughs> Is it still good? <laughs> good man. Yeah. Oh. Um, I think there's only one that's actually not our normal format applicable here, and that is 2000 AD Sci-Fi Special, which I read. And oh, I like how it's conveniently the book that he read that doesn't mm. follow the format. Mm. I like read number one. I mean, it's like okay, <laughs> we're this just talking with you. Like this big magazine-style 2000 AD anthology book that I thought was cool and picked up because every creative team on it is all women. Nice. Um, there's a Babs Tar. There's some Babs Tar art in it. There's some Marguerite Savage art in it. Uh, it's just you know a bunch of cool creative teams doing one shot stories, and it seemed like a neat thing to pick up. That's that's all. It, it was sounds fun. pretty cool. I enjoyed yeah, it. It yeah. As someone who doesn't know tons about 2000 AD properties, it was maybe something that I just had to kind of let go of. Any concept of knowing what the fuck was going on? Yeah, you that. read from the book. Okay, uh, but it was fun. <laughs> Animosity number fifteen, Brian. Uh, we get the backstory of Kyle and how he got to where he is. Mm-hmm. Rocco's modern life number seven. Rocco takes on consumerism by way of Amazon's device that buys things when you say its name that I'm trying not to trigger for any readers right now or listeners right now. Nice. That may or may not be very similar to Alex's name. <laughs> yes. Uh, Batman number 52, Jen. Oh shit. What happened in Batman? Uh, 12 Bat- angry men. Yeah. Batman pleads his case for, but does Batman plead his case? Oh no. I'm sorry. You're right. Bruce Wayne. There you go. Please this case. Four. Victor Freeze. Yeah, Victor Fries. I'm sorry. Victor Fries, what they served do, do, in the congressional cafeteria <laughs> yeah. after September. No, those were Freedom Fries. Freedom, freedom Fries. <laughs> but you can Jokerize the Victor Fries. <laughs> that had better be the real fucking menu item at Bat Burger. Victor Fries. Jokerized. <laughs> Deathstroke, number 34, Brian. Um, Slade figures out exactly how to press Batman's buttons. Uh, Green Arrow, number 43, Brian. The Citizen launches his Facebook campaign to <laughs> clean up Star City. Okay. Seattle again now. Do we learn in this one that someone else is going to Sanctuary? We do. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, uh... In a round, so I'll break format here just a little yeah, bit. I was, in a, I was in a roundabout way, we do because he and um, Arsenal are working together, and they go through this whole. It, it really is a, a good issue about Arsenal as well, which nice. you know, surprising to me. Cause <laughs> I'm a huge Arsenal fan, but um, yeah, we find out that 
uh, Arsenal's probably going to be going to Sanctuary. So. Yeah, that yeah. that needs to happen. Yeah. That really needs to happen. So. Green Lantern's number 52, Ryan. Um, middle of the arc where, let's just say something good in the green light of the power batteries in the rings. Oh, no. Mr. Miracle, number 10, Jen. Scott tries to decide whether or not to give his own fucking child over, which Barda is not a fan of, and Darkseid is. And Darkseid is nicely done. He also has a Sheriff of Babylon t-shirt. He does! does. It's so great! (laughs) (laughs) And a Kid Flash t-shirt. That bar scene's so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you gotta say something about uh, Booster Booster Gold, Ted Cord, and Scott. The blue and gold and green and yellow and red. Yes. <laughs> it just yes. kept going. It did. It's great. Well, that's what his costume is. Yeah. Yes. Which I just now got as I said it out loud. Oh my god, really? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've been moving. Wow. Uh, yep. Uh, Nightwing 47, Brian. Um... Nightwing and Batgirl, uh, <laughs> del- delete Twitter from their phone. It's shade the it's changing for the woman. Best, you guys, uh, huh? it is. It is for them. <laughs> shade the changing woman, number six, last issue. Uh, the power of love is a curious thing. Paper Girls, number twenty-three, Brian. <sighs> Um, I think we actually got some answers in this issue. No shit. No shit. Oh, why did I go back to trades on this? <laughs> God damn it. Please note I said I think. You think, right. Yeah. You felt a little closer to some answers. Exactly. <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp, number four, Jen. I read two of these this week. Family reunions happen. Okay. Nadia... Tries very hard to be a daddy's girl. And Scott instantly knows that's not daddy's girl. Something, something, Atlandia. Yes. Uh, I was to say so, Scott, something about Scott being the opposite of himself. That was good, too. Uh, Deadpool number three, Brian. Um, Deadpool gets not the Infinity Gauntlet and uses it to save the universe. Death of the okay. Inhumans number two. This is probably the longest speech I've ever read, at least implicitly, from Black Bolt. Oh. Yeah. Immortal Hulk, number four, Brian. Hulk may not be the only immortal we have to deal with. I think it's more than just may not be. (laughs) Star Wars, number 52. The dogfight everyone's been waiting for. Darth Vader versus Han Solo. Solicitation time! Woo. Do, 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 do. All right. That was the quick part of the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. An hour in. We're done with that mess. You know how uh, I've been warning everybody the last couple of times we've done solicitations that they were going to get hot and heavy after SDCC? She got bonkers, y'all. We're going to try to go through these real quick because there are a bunch of them. There are a lot. Mm-hmm. Space. Uh, sorry. The last space race, Jen. Um, yeah, this is about a tech, it's basically about Elon Musk. It's about a tech billionaire who has had some tragedy in his life trying to get to space. 
Elon because Musk of something. If he were effective and not a weirdo. Elon Musk is amazing. He's amazing. Tell He'll start with me. Submarine. You know what? And his weird accusations of pedophilia from the guy who actually did the job for about the guy who actually did the job. All right. Well, you you turned us to a dark place. I wanted to have fun. You can have fun. I'm just saying this is a fictionalized version who's maybe not so weird. No, I think this guy's definitely okay, I don't weird. Think, I don't think anybody um, has the the vision that he has and the money that he has and doesn't end up a little bit weird. <laughs> yeah, he made his, he made himself fucking flamethrowers. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, big ones, big cool ones, big awesome cool ones, and also sent a car into space. Guy's a little weird, but also I'm, I am loving he's the Howard watching Hughes this. Of our generation. Yes, <laughs> but maybe not. Um, yeah, alone this book didn't sound too like I was like okay, cool, awesome. But Peter Calloway is writing it, and he wrote Legion, and I'm down with that. Cool. He also uh wrote. He wrote the TV show Legion. Yeah. He also wrote uh, Cloak and Dagger and Under the Dome. So I'm kind of like, all right. Nice. Cool, I guess. But Legion is yeah. badass. I haven't watched any of Cloak and Dagger yet. It's okay. Yeah. I think it's a little, it turns sort of CW angsty. A little bit. Yeah. Like heavy, not a little bit. Well, okay. Heavy. I was just trying to be nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah. And Under the Dome was okay, but it was also. Very teenage angsty, which had teenagers in it. Go figure. Yeah. And to be fair, Cloak and Dagger have always been kind of teenage angsty, though. Like, even yeah. in the comics. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, But this is, it felt CW. It, <laughs> yeah, it yeah, anyway. Slash feels CW. Is yeah. it still going? Yeah, it's still going. Okay. Yeah, I think it's got one more, one or two. I think so, too. Lollipop Kids, number one. Also me. <laughs> uh, this is about old gods being locked away in Central Park years and years ago, back when it was New Amsterdam. And now they're getting out, and oh, so, kids have to stop them. Oh, so so Batman and Wonder Woman, Brave and Bold. <laughs> I was thinking Animaniacs. Oh, that too. Yeah, I was thinking more like Animaniacs. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. From Ahoy Comics, ah. Edgar Allan Poe's Snifter of Terror, <sighs> which if you listen to our interview with Mark Russell, you already know about. That's right. This first is, this is a, I think, comedy, horror anthology. Horror anthology is, yeah. Um, there is a Mark Russell story in this first issue about um, the Marquis de Cacao, who is based on Count Chocula, a vampire who has to maintain his cover by throwing elaborate breakfast parties, while not trying to show people that as the sun comes up, he is, you know, being killed by the sun. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm very intrigued by this. Yeah. <laughs> the Marquis de Cacao. <laughs> I love the way you just said that. I'm sorry. <laughs> the Marquis de Cacao. <laughs> All right. Cacao. Cacao. <laughs> you know. Cacao is a cow who was bitten by a radioactive cow. Yep. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Yes. Yeah. With super moo powers. Yes. Yes. Ooh, sticky all, milk. All the relative <laughs> strength and speed of a cow. Of <laughs> two cows. Cow, cow. That's arguable. <laughs> Can um, it be a mini cow with all the strength and speed of a cow? <laughs> he just produces chocolate milk now? Yeah, that's fine. As long as it's not sticky. Huh? Nothing. Squirt, squirt. No! No! No, Brian. And thus began the milk wars. <laughs> you made it worse. 
Sex Death Revolution number one. Brian oh. needs a minute. He's got to catch his breath after that one. It's another new Mags book. It's a Magdalene Visaggio book. Yep. Yay. With Becca Farrow on art. Uh-huh. Um, this is about a... Manhattan sorceress, sorceress in yeah. Manhattan who yeah. gets outed as being a sorceress, basically. Kind of. But, like, she finds out that, like, basically something, somehow her whole reality is kind of being rewritten. But... I, I and this is kind of and I think it's potentially left a little vague in the solicitation. Yeah. Like, is but is it revealing what really happened, or is it converting to a new truth that's something else? Yeah. Or, yeah. So there is a Bowie reference in the solicitation text. So <laughs> yeah, ch 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 changes. Ch ch changes. Yeah. Yes. Umbrella Academy Hotel Oblivion number one. This is more Umbrella Academy. Yep. And therefore a good thing. Especially if, you, if you've if you never read Umbrella Academy, go pick up the first couple of trades. Especially if you like the Young Animal stuff. Mm -hmm. There's also an Umbrella Academy TV show coming out that I'm Yay. sure has nothing to do with the existence of this no, miniseries. No. Except maybe it does. <laughs> it was always planned, but yeah, I'm sure that's why it's finally happening. Batman Secret Files number one. Of one. It's a one shot, right? Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is Tom King going back and well, and, and a few others, yeah, um, going back and telling some stories from Batman's like case files, like mm -hmm. yeah, like historical. And I mean, I'm, I specifically want to point out isn't isn't there a story from both Tom King and Tom Taylor in this one? Yes. So yes. don't get it confused. I mean, Fellers. a lot of people already do. Right. Yeah. To the point where it has Jordy, become Jordy, a running joke. It's going to be great when I read it and I'm like, fuck, which one was Tom King's? <laughs> Jordy Blair's right one, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Weirdly enough, I'm I'm more prone to, for some reason, confusing things Tom T Tom Taylor and Charles Soule have written. That's I weird. I think it's just because they came on the scene about the same time. Okay. And wrote similar kinds of books. Not like in terms of content, but just like. The characters they wrote. Okay. Uh, cursed Cavalcade. Sorry, Cursed Comics Cavalcade number one. In other words, this year is Halloween anthology. Exactly. Um. By the way, you you know where that name came from, right? The Comics Cavalcade. Cavalcade of Terror. N no, like that was a. I, I'm I'm almost positive that was a title, like. Way early in DC's history, called oh. the Comics Cavalcade. Probably because the cover yeah. art for this looks like an old school. Okay, yeah, like action cover. Yeah, like like it was like again like the nineteen thirties. Yeah, before superheroes even. Hmm. This Comics Cavalcade. Yeah. yeah. The books of magic. Uh, do we need to say anything more about that? Uh, it's Halloween book. Yeah. Get it. Spooky. James Tyne and Becky Clune and Brian Hill, Tim Seeley, Rosme, Ro Riley Rosmo, Gary Doberman. Yeah. Art by Mark Buckingham, Becky Kluman, Riley Rosmo, and Ricardo Federici. Yeah, that's still the comics cavalcade. We went, kind of went yeah. Back. yeah. Books of Magic number one. This is part of the... This and Lucifer number one are both uh, part of the new Sandman universe books that are coming out. Yeah. I'm waiting. I can't wait for this one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is Cat uh, Howard with art by Tom Fowler. Yep. Yeah. Um... I, <clears throat> Kind of, I don't know. I, I can't tell if it's how Harry Potter this is, but 
It seems very Harry Potter. It does seem a little Harry Potter. Yeah. I mean, Timothy it's Hunter, like, like kind of was a little bit Harry Potter before Harry Potter was a right. thing. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, this is not a new character. This character's no. been around before. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in fact, I feel like recently there was something, like some sort of big conversation between people on Twitter that Neil Gaiman got involved in where they were like talking about Timothy Hunter as a Harry Potter ripoff. And he's like, go look at the publication dates of those things. <laughs> nah, son. They're different <laughs> things. And I'm not saying Harry Potter is a ripoff. But, no, 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 uh, no. Yeah, they are different. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But but you can, is... you, can, you can draw similarities yes. between them. Yes. And that, maybe that's where I should let it stand. But yes. now I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to all the new uh, Sandman universe stuff. Same. The Lucifer book starts with Lucifer going missing, which will be cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, also, there's a tumor that speaks its first words in Lucifer. <laughs> the Witching Hour, which is a crossover between Wonder Woman and Justice League Dark. Which is interesting because Wonder Woman's in Justice League Dark, so I don't know why they didn't just call it Justice League well, Dark. But <laughs> this is, this is, I think, and Jen and I were talking about this a little bit beforehand. I think the way they're structuring this is a little ridiculous. I would rather they just have like a five issue weekly miniseries. Yep, me too. <laughs> because this is doing that dumb dumb thing this is doing the same thing that they did in milk wars where there was in milk wars there was a yes doom patrol or jla doom patrol number one and then doom patrol jla number one yep this has wonder woman justice league dark number one and then justice league dark wonder woman number one and that's so confusing to people it, like first of all it's confusing to people trying to buy it it's confusing Second of to all, stores it's a pain in the ass to try to catalog an inventory and store it in yeah. your Comics collection. Because where does it go? <laughs> and between those two issues, I mean, honestly, what I do at that <laughs> point is I title it by the event name. Mm. Um, nope. Brian's <laughs> <laughs> like, that is in the wrong spot. But then between those two issues, it's also Wonder Woman 56 and 57 and Justice League Dark number four. Right. And the griping about how it's being structured aside, like, I'm super excited for this. This is setting up, I think, a, a lot of what's supposed to happen in Justice League Dark going forward. Definitely. Um, this is the return of, who was it, Cersei? No, Hecate. He yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, don't let the weird structure confuse you, throw you off. It's five issues. And they're doing this totally for for Halloween. I mean, that's the... I mean, I've... no, I don't mean I don't mean that's just why they're doing this. I mean, that's why they chose the timing of it in October. It probably doesn't hurt. Yeah. I mean, it's called the witching hour. Come on. <laughs> well, Hecate is also like the goddess of witches. I so. understand. I'm just, yes. Yeah. Hexwives, number one. Speaking of witches. Yeah. <laughs> this one's really cool. It's like scary horror battle of the sexes. Right? Mm -hmm. And and who's writing this, Jen? Do you remember? Ben Blacker. Yeah, he is. With art by Mirka and Dolfo. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And a cover by Joel Jones. And a variant cover by Jenny Frisson. Of course. You guys are oh, going to keep going. God. Yeah. Just the tagline of this one. The women are too powerful. They must be tamed. <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, so apparently there's been this long raging war between witches, you know, covens of witches who have power, mm -hmm. and this 
organization of men called the Architects. That's not the fucking. That's not misogynistic name at all. The fucking hubris of that name lets you know they're going to fail. <laughs> well, yeah. So <laughs> suppose the witches thought that they eliminated and and have done away with them, and now thirteen years later, something's happening. Yeah, and that's where we pick up this story, and it sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Indeed. All right. We have another spate of DC Hanna-Barbera one-shots. Yeah, we do. Deathstroke, Yogi Bear. <laughs> Green Lantern, Huckleberry Hound. Nightwing, Magilla Gorilla. Got a gorilla for sale, Magilla Gorilla for sale. Superman, Top Cat. I don't think you really even need to say, say anything about them. No, probably not. Like, at this point, we know these are good. Yeah, yeah the, only, the only one I will specifically point out is the uh, Green Lantern, Huckleberry Hound, which is being written by Mark Russell. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and after we talked about it a little bit we, when he was yeah on briefly, but and after the Snagglepuss, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does with this. Yeah. So is it going to be that that Huckleberry Hound? I'm guessing it's going to be Junior, probably. Okay. Yeah, because it's set in the 70s too, so right. that would right. cool. All right. It's uh, it's John Stewart for the real end. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, Batman Beyond number 25. So way back at the beginning of Rebirth, when they brought back Hold on, I have Bruce, to do the thing, because you always do it to Brian. Why do you have a number 25 on your list? Alex, there's a number reason. 25 on your list. Why is there a number 25 on your list? You always do it, so I have to do it. Thank you, Jim. You're welcome. <laughs> we have to be fair in our bullying. Not really. No, we don't. Not That's really. why it's bullying. <laughs> if it were fair, it wouldn't be bullying. <laughs> I'm an equal opportunity bully. <laughs> By definition, not how that works. Yeah, I bully everyone. That just makes yeah. you an ass, not a bully. Still a bully. Also yeah. an ass. If the this, reason then Batman that. Beyond number 25 is on my list is, is, because, is because it is the return of the Joker. Okay. This was something teased very early in this run. That hasn't even been alluded to since. Yeah, that's back when I was yes, still reading Yeah, same it. here, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it is finally happening. Cool. Old Lady Harley, number one, Jen. Yeah. I'm so excited. We get Old Lady Harley. She, uh... I don't she... know why I stuck this one in the middle of the DC books. But I did. Because it's, it's a DC in my conspiracy book? corner? Oh, no, this is DC. Sorry, I'm... <laughs> what? That's why Usually Alex. Old Man Blank is a Marvel thing. Usually, oh, this is old lady. But this is Harley. 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 And Harley's a DC character. Yeah. Yep. I'll just go back to my alcohol. <laughs> Always good, the safest good idea. choice. Yeah, good idea. Um, so Harley has. No, sir. Don't growl. Harley has liberated New York from her gang of Harleys. Which I'm assuming is just a fuck ton of Harleys. Um, yes. Which yes, is great. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, like yeah. they already exist, yeah. Yeah. Um, so she's she's looking forward to retiring and being chill and being, you know, just just Harley. And the Laughing Boys gang drag her back to her to their leader, and it turns out to be Joker. Of course it does. And she thinks maybe this is actually Joker, but it can't be Joker because she killed Joker. What? Uh, mm. But then she gets help from President Power Girl. 
<laughs> you guys. You guys. President Power. I'm so fu- I'm so fucking excited. I'm so fucking excited. By the way, I love Harley and Power Girl together. Period. The end. Done. Yeah. I cannot In fucking wait. Well, <laughs> yes, and I cannot wait. It does sound pretty pretty cool. Oh yeah. Though. Also, Atlantis is the 51st state of the United States now. So I don't know how I feel about that. I think it's pretty cool. Like they were their own. Country. Yeah, and then we were like, "It's okay, guys. We got you." Is that how we were, though? No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's let's look. Let's take a look at U.S. history. Yeah, no. I, I didn't think so. Yeah, I bet I bet Atlanteans dealt really well with extraterritoriality too. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Terrific annual number one. Was this on your list too, Brian? It was not I... because I didn't see it. Okay, that would be why it's not on my list. So. There's a reason why I'm calling out this annual specifically is because, and this is not to say I don't I don't like what's going on in Terrifics now, but this is all guest writers, and there are a couple of guest writers on this list I'm very excited to see Ooh. write the Terrifics. Jin Young Lang, who's been doing New Superman that just ended, mm-hmm. is writing a story. I like that. And so is Mark Russell. <sighs> you have my attention. Yep. Both of those. You have my attention. Yeah, I like I like I like the sound of both of that. Yep. And it's a series of like three just side stories for the terrific. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Yep. Uh, Star Wars Adventures Tales from Vader's Castle number 105. This is another like weekly Halloween series. This is one of the IDW Star Wars Adventures. I think aimed at kids, but these are supposed to be spooky. It's very I, like I it's going to be very kid spooky. I, I think, think yeah, so. Yeah. Adorable. It'll be spooky. Yeah, yes. Um, but I think it's a cool idea to do like a horror Star Wars book. Yeah. And I don't read all the Star Wars adventure stuff like month to month. I've kind of picked and chosen just depending on who's doing what. But in general, they put out some really good stuff. Nice. So, um, especially if you maybe have kids and want to throw some Star Wars comics their way. Yeah. You're trying to indoctrinate your four year old niece. It's yeah. fine. It's not a problem. No, it's a preferred method. Yes. <laughs> Um, there will be stories featuring Hera, Kanan and Chopper, Obi-Wan and Count Dooku, Han Solo and Chewbacca, the Ewoks, and Darth Vader. Nice. Uh, Well, the Ewoks are certainly Blackbird number one. They are. No, hold on. Ewoks are terrifying. (laughs) That's not a joke. They're terrifying. Have I said on the, I'm sure I have, said on on the podcast before my favorite anything from a Star Wars video game? It's the DLC to Force Unleashed 2 that lets you literally kick Ewoks into space. (laughs) (laughs) Aw, but also, those little fuckers are terrifying. There was an achievement. They want to eat people. Remember? The heads on the sticks? Yeah. Yeah. There was an achievement for kicking so many of them into space. (laughs) I got that like a third of the way into those missions. (laughs) Every Ewok I saw... Is now orbiting the forest moon of Endor. <laughs> there was not an Ewok left on that planet. Nice. Nice, nice. Earth yeah. moon. Ewok aside. Whatever. No planet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Jim, talk about Blackbird number one. Oh, no. That's beautiful, beautiful Jim Bartell art. Jim. Oh, that that one. Hold on. Let me find it. It's That's in another Here. part of my list. Cheers. 
I can't find it. <laughs> oh, I got it. I got it. By the way, I got it. In case any, we haven't brought them up in a long time. Drinking rules are still in effect on this show. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Not for me, but uh, well, not you right have right an now, exemption, no. right? You have a medical <laughs> exemption right now. Yes. <laughs> that said, if Brian and I echo each other, going yes, yes, you do still get to smash us in the head with a bottle of Jaeger. I did add that rule. Oh. Okay. I what? didn't know about that. But. I gotta go. I've never said that. Well, okay, hold on. I haven't said this in probably ten years. I gotta go buy a bottle of Jaeger. <laughs> I think Which no one should was... ever have to say ever. Ever. <laughs> I think I had this epiphany. I mean, it, I definitely noticed it and have been editing them out whenever I edit the show, but especially if, like, you're having audio problems, Jid, while we record, and I think it was in the episode that your audio was wonky. Mm-hmm. There was a two-minute period in which three times I'd say something and Brian would go, yeah, and I'd go, yeah. Or Brian would say something, I'd go, yeah, and Brian would go, yeah. No. Okay, not just that episode. You guys do that oh, all, no. the all the fucking time. I edit it out. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> I'm not kidding. But in but that wait. episode, there was a yeah? two-minute period. There was Fuck a two-minute period where I had to edit it out like eight times. Literally every 15 seconds to stall for time. You're not telling me any fucking thing i know <laughs> this is why i've added this new drinking rule we do that you get to bash us in the head with a bottle of jaeger gotta go buy some jaeger fuck i'm gonna buy some jaeger minis and just throw them at you they sell plastic bottles of jaeger <laughs> you don't want that then it never breaks and it'll never be empty because nobody's gonna fucking drink it unless well, we ask no, Noah to come no over. Eventually, the Jaeger would just dissolve the bottle. It's true. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Kids, don't drink Jaeger. Okay, it's not cool. It's, you think it's it is? Nasty. It's not cool. Especially, don't get but, super trashed on Pear Brandy and then watch the Man Show. And every time they zigzag it, you oi 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 with Jaeger. Okay. Plus, the Man Show is not that. I'm good. sorry. I think it's I just had good. a stroke while you were talking. Yeah. Those words stopped being words and stopped making sense. <laughs> <laughs> but I might now know what a zigazigow is. No. Do you, okay. You never watched the man show. Obviously. Obviously. I did because I was a piglet. Okay. Girls jumping on trampolines in slow motion was a thing that I was into when I was a teenager. All right. But frankly, know. I think we know you well enough to say we'd be surprised if that weren't the case. <laughs> right. But at various points throughout the show, and definitely at the end, they would do the, the drinking chant where they'd go, ziggy, zaggy, ziggy, zaggy, oi, 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 and then you slam whatever the fuck you're drinking. Well, one night, I got so lit, so lit on Pear Brandy. Okay, I was 16 stop, years old. Stop now. Okay, now, never mind. You just, you already answered my question. I was 16 years old. That's the answer to my question. Yeah. <laughs> And I was with my brothers, so it was totally fine. Um, we were all underage, so nobody can get in any trouble here. Don't you worry. Um, I guess we can all get in trouble. Doesn't matter. It's been a long time. Not it's now. been a long it's damn time. Of right. It's been like gone. 14 fucking years, y'all. Um, yeah. And and at the end of the man show, I decided I decided that I would slam a bottle of Jaeger. It's not the best decision I ever made because and, it's just and, not. And did our 16-year-old self learn something that oh, they can't? she so did. She learned she could never be an alcoholic and she was never drinking Jaeger again. But what if it's got little flakes of gold in it? That's Goldschlager and that's different. <laughs> I'm not saying it's sparkle. any better, but it is different. It is different. I have gotten um, lit off of that. We'll never do it again. You're right. Um, um, 
Jen, if you learned your lesson, then it was time well spent. <laughs> Everyone needs sure. to learn the lesson of Jaeger that you don't want to drink it. Anyway, yeah. when Brian and I do the yeah yeahs, you get to throw little <laughs> bottles of Jaeger at us and we have to drink them. <laughs> oh, it's going to be so much fun. Because I'm never... I am not going to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Blackbird number one. Yeah. Now that I've told Ooh. my embarrassing man show story. <laughs> you can edit it out if you want. I'm probably not going to. Of course not. Uh, yeah, this is uh, Sam Humphreys and Jim Bartell. So it's going to be beautiful and amazing, and it's a fantasy. And yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to tell you. Secret magic underworld that one girl... Nose is there, and everybody thinks she's crazy. That's but it's it. really there. But it's really there, yeah. Yep. Dead Rabbit number one. This is Duggan. Yeah, everybody had this on their list, right? Everybody, I think. Yeah. Did I have it on mine? I don't know. So, don't yeah, should, this is a story about a, a hero that retired. He's not a hero. Well, okay, fair enough. You're right. A villain, I guess. He's... Well... He's something. I don't even, like, I don't, a robber, not even, a, a yeah, crook, he's a, a criminal. Yeah, criminal. He used to stick people up for money. Yeah, that retired, mm -hmm. and nobody knew where he went, and now, for some reason, he's back. He has to do it again. Right. Yes. And no one's happy about it. No. Especially not him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or his woman. Or his woman. Or the other criminals that exist now, or pretty much anybody Anyone. else. No, Anyone. No one's happy about no. this. No. But it sounds pretty cool. And knowing the fact that Duggan is writing that. Yeah. I wasn't into it. And right. then I was like, oh, Duggan, that's going to be funny. Right. Well, here's the thing. And like, yet, like you read that synopsis and you're like, Wars. Eh. you're like, you're like, eh, okay, that, that sounds all right. And then you're like, but Duggan's writing that premise. Oh, no. Now that's I'm something I'm going I to read. laugh <laughs> while I'm crying my eyes out. Yeah. Yes. Yep, let's do this. It. So, Dead and Rabbit. Yes. Exosisters, number one. Exorcisters. Exorcisters. Exosisters is a different one. <laughs> Where the one girl wears her sister's skin? I don't know. <laughs> or they have mechs. <laughs> or they have could, mechs. Could, could be that. Yep. Um, so it's magic twin sisters. Sounds good. I'm into that. <laughs> <laughs> with or without uh, trampolines look i don't know how old they are so i'm gonna withhold my judgment on that one they're probably like creepy I'm, little twins that's gross and weird so well, i'm gonna wait based on the fact that they sound like they're kind of running a business type thing i'm guessing that they're old enough okay yeah sure it's, but it's kate and kate one with a c one with a k yeah let me tell you what i hate that right <laughs> off the bat um, but the the premise of this is like if you've made a deal with the devil or with a crossroads demon or with somebody and like you, you, things are going bad for you, these are the girls you call to get you out of it. Yeah. Yes. Shook joint number one, Brian. Um, <clears throat> this is like a um, I'm trying to nineteen uh, fifties New Orleans juke joint <laughs> <laughs> slash <laughs> brothel place um but, but maybe not well no i mm, sort of kind of, yeah well mm. hands More, off brothel <laughs> does that work i don't i don't think that works no but i 
Okay, so yeah, not a brothel. More like, um... Hmm. I want to make a joke about the new hands-free law. <laughs> <laughs> Go Georgia. Stupidest law ever. What? No, I like it. No, I like the intent behind it, the actual implementation and how they wrote it. Trying to put Stupidest in a law ever. Bluetooth headpiece and turn it on rather than just picking up the phone and holding it to your ear is so, so dumb. Well, I think that they expect people to just have the fucking Bluetooth headpiece in their ear all the time if when I'm they're in the car. For hours at a time, that's... I know, I know, but... And the batteries But die? it keeps people like a certain person that I ride with pretty frequently who is not Mike. For the record, not Mike. Um, literally not Mike. Another person that I ride with very frequently from touching their phone while driving. Does it actually keep them from doing it? Or does it make yes. them sneaky about it? No. She's terrified of it. Okay. I love it. I know people who are just sneaky about it now. Well, maybe they're better at paying attention to two things at once. The person I ride with is not. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah, like I said, I love the intent behind mm-hmm. the law. The actual implementation and how it was written is stupid as fucking law ever. I don't know. Let anyway. me just hold my damn phone to my ear. <clears throat> but we're going back yeah. to Juke Joint now, number one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, which yeah. is, um, so it's it's basically it's a jazz club in the 50s, kind of almost like a speakeasy type. Yeah. And yeah, when they say hands off in this, hands off the girls in this location, they really mean it. Yeah. Because it turns out that they're probably all like undead something that will terrify you and their hands have fallen off (laughs) no (laughs) except maybe i don't know yeah like this sounds like this might be exactly what you want for uh halloween and for like a spooky new orleans yeah kind of book new orleans nolens nolens noir noir (laughs) new orleans got it cute uh yeah yeah i was into this but then i remembered reading the word jazz and i was like no no what what do you have what's wrong with jazz um don't this episode's already gonna be very long (laughs) (laughs) nobody's playing the same song Mm. yeah no i i get it yeah i get it i understand I'm cool with people who like jazz. Yeah. That's cool. You like jazz? That's cool. I understand. I don't like jazz. Yeah, I'm not a big jazz fan. Okay. Infinite Dark number one. Uh, Infinite Dark number one. Did I write that one down? Yes. Oh, I did. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you don't understand. There's like 30 books on the damn list this week. Fuck yeah. <laughs> don't be surprised that I might have forgotten that I put one of them on here. Um, this is Ryan Cady, um, who is the writer and artist. Um, and this is, um, I'll be honest, the reason I put this on here reminds me a lot of Hadrian's Wall. This is um, about a Hadrian, ship. I could have been a contender. God, again. I know, every they're not even the same movie. Time. One's Rocky and one's on the waterfront. But I'm going to do it every time, just to irritate you. So, um... The solicitation for this is that the world, the, the universe is ended except for. <laughs> I'm not this, laughing at me. I'm laughing at how hard Jin is laughing. I know. Except for this one time. God, Jin. <laughs> Just go ahead and lose it. Come on. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> you can start if you want. I'm out of alcohol. Yeah, we don't have any more alcohol. You're all good now. <laughs> Already worked past it, you fuckers. <laughs> Um, that basically this one space station is the only thing that has survived. And now the person that runs it has to investigate the first murder that happens on it. So 
Murder. <laughs> Murder most foul. <laughs> nice. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Which is Bad Egg Halloween Special One-Shot. So, Image has been putting out their Image Plus magazine that actually just ended this week. And in it, they've been publishing, like, a few pages at a time of a story that connects the first volume of Witches, which this is already This is W-Y-T, the Witches? Yes, W-Y-T-C-H-E-S. The Scott Snyder jock. Right, 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 yeah, Nice. Um... This is collecting that story with also the 13 pages that conclude it, which tells me maybe they had written more than has actually come out, and this is going to be how they get it all out. Uh, which makes me kind of glad I didn't pick up the Image Plus magazine just to read this like I thought about doing. <laughs> yeah. But this collects the whole thing with these 13 pages that haven't come out in one one shot, and this bridges the gap between Volume 1 and the upcoming Volume 2 which will start sometime next year, I think, is the plan now. Yeah. All right. Nice. All right. Now we have a metric shit ton of books with Spider in the title. Yes. Before the metric shit ton of other books that Marvel has um, apparently chunked things in the month of October. Well, it's a five-week <laughs> month, so we get kind of our weird clearing houses of one-shots. Yeah, and they got a, they got three like, whole big DC's things doing it too. I know. Mm -hmm. I know. Yeah, there were like eighty seven thousand fucking Batman books too. Yeah. You're right. You're not wrong. So, oh, I have all these on my list. So yeah. Don't, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. yeah. I'm just gonna rattle through this whole list of them. Yep. Okay. Do it. Spider Geddon one and two. Uh huh. Of five. Uh huh. Spider Force number one. Of three. Of three. Vault of Spiders, number one of two. My literal worst nightmare. Vault of Spider Clowns. Well, <laughs> fuck you. How about that? See, it could be worse. Um, In a damp underground setting. I didn't say it. You didn't say it. <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> but you thought it really hard at me. Full of tiny bearded men and pointy red hats. You're a dick. <laughs> God, I can't. Spider Girls, number one. Which I'm most looking forward to. Spider Gwen, Ghost Spider, number one. Yep. And Superior Octopus, number one. I know you're thinking, no spider in the title. Still a spider book. Yeah. Still a spider book. All of these basically are attached to coming out of Spider-Geddon, except maybe Superior Octopus. But it's happening at the same time, yeah. so we're lumping it in. Uh, of these, I'm going to say the ones I am most excited for are Spider-Force. Spider-Geddon tie-in, yeah. Okay, is it? Yep. Because we've seen him a little bit in other things. Yeah. 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 Uh, Spider-Force, which is Christopher Priest. Yes. And it's got a cool roster, including the Spider-Woman of Old Man Logan timeline. Mm-hmm. And an astronaut spider that is, I'm betting, J. Jonah Jameson's son. Son, yeah. Mm -hmm. John, isn't it John? Yeah. yeah. John Jameson. Yes. Um... I am very interested in Spider Girls, which is being written by Jody Hauser, who yes. writes uh, Renee Your Vows. And that is Mayday Parker, um, Anya Corazon, um, and Annie Mae. Yes. All together. And she'll also be writing the, the Spider Girl uh, Mayday Parker book when it yes. starts to. That yes. actually isn't in this list of solicitations. Um, I think it's after. Yeah, I think it's after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also Spider-Gwyn Ghost Spider. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have in front of you who's writing that? Uh, I do. It is uh, uh, Cenan McGuire. Who is not a writer I'm familiar with, but Meg and I were talking about this, and apparently like, she's a big fan of his stuff, and she and, said the same thing about Rainbow Rowell before and Runaways. Ro- Rosie Campe is art, and are you ready? Guess who's doing a variant cover? Stepan Shayek. Nope. Shut up. That was you know that term? Art germ. Okay. You know I'll be having that Spider Gwen art germ cover. Yeah. Good God. On an unrelated side note, remind me to talk about art germ variants with you after we're done recording. Like Great. all of them. Like I, I am totally convinced. At some point, like once I get through the house and all this stuff, at some point I am buying his coffee table books that he Does has. Does he have some? Oh yeah, he sells them on his through his site. Okay. Of yeah, like they're like coffee table books of. Oh my god. Yes. It would be great if you could get like <laughs> wallpaper made of all of them. There's got to be somebody who does like you send them whatever you want and they make wallpaper for you. There's some mm, IP law yeah, that maybe uh, we yeah. don't want to have this conversation into a no. microphone about. No, I'm just saying there's probably somebody that does that. I'm not saying you did with any copyrighted material. I'm just saying there's probably somebody that does that. Kind of thing. Avengers Halloween special, <laughs> number one. <laughs> Surprise! A Halloween anthology book in October. Imagine. Go away. Shuri, number one. Yeah. I didn't even read this list. I was just yeah. like, that's on my list. This is being written by Nadia Okorafor, who's done some Wakanda stuff. She's doing the Wakanda Forever like one-shot series. It's like what uh uh the the Dora Milaje and Spider-Man, the Dora Milaje and X-Men like all tying together into one Dora Milaje story. Um she's done some creator own stuff and this is her writing a Shuri book dealing with Black Panther having disappeared ostensibly into some weird space Wakanda future thing that is still being explained in Ta-Nehisi Coates' Black Panther book. But Shuri is the best. In the Wakanda Forever thing. Yeah. Unstoppable Wasp number one. Yay! Not of five. It is an ongoing. The original solicitations were wrong. If you want this book, go tell your story you want it. Pre-order it. Make sure they're getting enough copies of it. Yes. Yeah. Do that thing. Look, everyone has done a good thing by pushing so hard and buying trades and getting more of Unstoppable Wasp. But I will never forgive any of you if this book ever gets canceled. This book needs to exist for a very long time. I like how Alex said ever. Like, like ever. we don't want it. We really don't ever want it to get canceled. No. Like, fit- Jeremy like, Whitley like, on his deathbed. Alex is looking forward to... When to Jeremy the un- is done writing it. When Alex is looking forward no, to the Unstoppable yeah. Wasp number 1000. <laughs> yeah, that needs to happen. That, that legit needs to happen. <laughs> With... With a poster of all of the covers of Unstoppable Wasps yes. that came before, yes. This book needs to go out eternally. Mm. And never, ever, ever end. And I'm charging all of you listening, and even those of you who aren't. Yet. With buying and reading this book. Yes. It is It is such a good book. Please, please pick it up and give it a try. Mm-hmm. Yes. You will be hooked. It is just so completely bright and joyful, and I love it very much. 
Black Panther versus Deadpool number one. This one made my list just because Black Panther versus Deadpool. Yeah, I almost put it, and, and just because of the whole the whole Deadpool versus Gambit, yeah, was was so good that like I'm like the two of Black Panther and Deadpool together is so awfully wrong yes. that it's got to be pretty wonderful. Right? I am pretty choosy about my Deadpool miniseries. Yeah, me too. But it's just such a off the wall pairing. Yeah, yeah, that I can't not. Uh, also, it's being written by, uh, hang on, let me check this before I say it. Yeah, I don't have that one in front of me. I've got it in front of me, it's just down on the list. Yeah, this is being written by Daniel Kibblesmith, who wrote oh, that yeah. Lockjaw miniseries that was so oh, yeah. good. Yeah, nice. And, uh, this is also a miniseries, this is five issues. What if? What if? Oh. What if yeah. magic? What if X-Men? What if Thor? What if Ghost Rider? What if Spider-Man? What if the Punisher? All in the month of October. Yes. <laughs> um, I am a I have always been a huge what if fan. I love those alternative questioned universes just cuz I like seeing something new and different. Same. Yeah, and these so I I'll be picking up all of these. Also, Brian, what if magic? Yeah, then I'll be honest. Like that, if you look, if you're going through solicitations, that's the first one that comes up, and um, yeah, it's probably a shock to certainly nobody in this room, but probably nobody that's listening to us either. I'm a big magic fan. <laughs> yes, like like 14 year old Brian was introduced to 14 year old Ileana. And fell in love, and has and you never were like, stopped. "That's my soulmate." <laughs> and has never stopped. <laughs> yes, I love the demon woman. That's correct. <laughs> the tracks. Yeah, uh, the couple that I am super excited for. <laughs> Brian Hill is doing what if X Men? Yes, 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 yes. yes. And uh, Sebastian Gerner, Gerner is doing what if Ghost Rider? Ghost Rider, Sebastian Gerner, really? Mm -hmm. Yes, hell yeah. yes. I want that. We also have, and Brian, these are all on you, buddy. I know. X-Men Black, Magneto, Mojo, Mystique, Juggernaut, and Emma Frost. Yeah, these are, and this is, so, uh, from what I understand, this is all going to be a kind of written to get, like, it flows from one to the next. These are, like, I think coming out weekly, and each story goes into the next one. Can I just, publishers, please stop doing mini series that are series of one-shots. It's just a pain in the ass. Just, just make them one. Like, if you want to title it, like you know, X. Even this, if you want to title it X Men Black, something, but like number them X Men Black number one Magneto, X Men yeah. Black number two Mojo, whatever. But like, make it a five issue series, and it's just then subtitle it. I don't mean to keep begging this drum this episode, but the ass. I don't get the, the logic. Mm -mm. Like, it's confusing, and it's not fooling anybody. If anything, it's like you go and we pick... Meg said this about the... The, the prelude to the wedding. Batman well, prelude to the wedding is a perfect example one. of the same thing. Um, but Meg also said this about the Marvel Rising. Oh, right. Like, she picked yeah. up an issue of it because she liked the characters, and she flips it up, and it's like part two. Yeah. Like, well, shit, there's a part one that she hasn't read. That's 
But how would you know that? Exactly. Yeah. Don't do that. You have to read the solicitations. Don't At do, least don't the do prelude that. to the wedding said on it, prelude to the wedding part You're one. You're right. You, fair enough. Yeah. It did say that. But if you read the solicitation text, they weren't billed. And as, here's the deal. That's true. Like, those really didn't have much to do with each other. The prelude to the, prelude wedding? the wedding stuff. Only the last two or three right. pages it, of it, each right. other did. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we will step off our soapboxes. We will. <laughs> I, I'm done picking on um, that trope right honestly, now. Honestly, the, the, the one thing that I'm most interested in is um, X-Men Mag- Black Magneto. Which is the first one? Do we know? Do it's you know who's X Men Black colon Magneto, not X Men colon Black Magneto? Just for the record, X Men Black colon Magneto. Yeah, it's not Black Magneto. <laughs> the way you said it, it sounded like okay. Black Magneto. Hang but on he's a already second. what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, so X Men Black is like this new. Yeah, it's it's the, the all the yeah. Villains. They're half right. X Men. They're half coffee. Right. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm suddenly much more interested you, in this. Do you know who's writing the Magneto one though? No. Chris Claremont. Oh. Yes. Huh. Chris Claremont is writing an X-Men book. Huh. I don't know how I feel about it, but I want to read it. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, shit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that was kind of my approach to Jen. Hey, Jen. Yeah. Marvel Zombies, number one. Yeah, it's Marvel Zombie. Oh, zombie singular. I, I do want to point out. I haven't one, wrote it down that way. A Marvel single zombie. more thing. Mm-hmm. Do you know who's writing the Emma Frost one? Who? Chris Bakula. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. That's so that's gonna be good. Is he drawing yeah. it too? Uh, actually. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Leah Williams is writing. He's doing the art. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. doing the magic book too. Leah Williams is. That's yes. Why I'm, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Marvel Zombie number one. Yeah. Too. So this is post-apocalyptic. Marvel, you. That's it. Like, zombie virus has ravaged the universe, the country. I don't know wherever the fuck we are. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and this is people trying to survive the zombie apocalypse. Marvelton. Like we've had Marvel zombies before, but we haven't had like a a very Walking Dead style. Yeah. In universe zombie book. Yeah. I think it's gonna be really cool to see. Who's the writer on this one? It's W. Maxwell Prince. So, got some good, good ice cream man cred going on. Man, that book is so good. Yes. Yeah, oh, did you finally read that book? Ice cream man? I've been reading it from oh, the beginning, yeah. yeah. It's hard to keep up. I, hey, <laughs> no doubt about that. <laughs> when, we're, when we're tracking literally probably 50 to 60 books a month. <laughs> different titles. Like, if you add all the titles. I've up. got 80 alone on my pull list, dude. So, you have to have. Wait, I'm trying to be nice to myself. Oh, no, wait. I'm sorry. That's just my ongoing. All right. <laughs> that is We're probably series. tracking like 150 books between the three of us. Jesus. Yeah. 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 No, and all three. And I, 10 of those are mine. I, I went through a couple months ago, and that's why <laughs> that's why there's a lot of these books that I know are good that I'm not reading. Mm-hmm. I like made myself get myself down to like 75 books a month. Not counting one shots. One shots don't count. One shots don't <laughs> Your wallet says otherwise. Shut up. It's kind of like how my mother always says holiday calories don't count. Right. <laughs> That's adorable. Wait, wait. She's not wrong. <laughs> Let's talk about some Infinity Wars tie-ins. These yeah. are all one shot. Well, not all. Some are No, there, some of them are very not. Some of them have like four issues. 
Yeah. Yeah. There's we a talked a little bit last episode with Meg about the Infinity Warps, which are these... <laughs> Infinity Warps. These uh, smashed up characters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about that. that Some sound, of them are going to be... That does sound pretty cool. But Arachnite is going to be the best, right? Yeah. Yeah. Peter Parker, split personality disorder. Multiple personality... Dissociative identity? Dissociative, Dissociative identity. identity. Sorry about that. DID, baby. I, I booped it. Sorry. Yeah. Boop. I'm very... I'm very excited to see this. It used this. to be called MPD, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was one Infinity Warp that was pitched that they wouldn't let happen. Oh, Have you no. guys heard about this? No. no. They pitched one. Deadpool... With Black Bolt. But why the, not? The with a mouth but that couldn't why speak. Why not? No, it's not that he couldn't speak. It's that when he speaks, people die. And he won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, I understand that. That's the, yeah. Why that was they, the one that Marvel said no to. Why would they say no uh, to that? That's... He better be, like, locked in a basement somewhere. <laughs> with the best soundproofing ever. Okay, last one from Vault, a new Vault series. These Savage Shores. Mm. Um, yes. Frankly, this is on my list because at this point, if Vault puts out a number one, I'm going to read it and try it. Uh, yeah, nice. you're not wrong. Um, yeah. This is written by Rom V, who I think was also listed in the uh, Horror Cavalcade. I think you are right. Yeah, I, I, know, I know he's writing yeah. something else that was in It was stuff. either that or Batman's Secret Files. Yeah. It's one of the DC anthologies. Yes. Um, with art by Sumit Kumar. Um, and this is like, honestly, I don't, it's, it's like a horror history kind of book. Yeah. Like it sounds like a perfect Halloween yeah. book. It's like the East India company, kind of, I'm assuming like the East India yeah. trade company, right? Um, so it's back in the 1800s and they are like one of the ships that they send to do things basically a spirit begins to inhabit and haunt and yeah. it travels to different places and terrorizes the ports or Ooh. I guess terrorizes does. I mean, it's horror. So I'm yeah. guessing it terrorizes the ports that the ship visits. Yeah. That's cool. So each one's going to be a little bit different because they're in a different port yeah. and stuff. But nice. Yeah. So it, it really made me think of when I read it of like ice cream man yeah. where like it, they probably all tie together through the ship thing going. But each one can be completely different. Yeah. It sounds really cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. And then there are a handful of trades. Apparently, I'm the only one who listed out trades. Yeah, I didn't list There were so that, many yeah. fucking books. I was just uh, like, I was hey, done, shit I comes out. I was done after, after getting all these yeah. out. I took a solid 20 minutes this morning. The Wilds trade is out. Mm -hmm. uh, this is Vita Ayala writing. And I read the first issue of this and thought it was super cool. And I'm looking forward to this trade. Eternity Girl trade is out, if you oh, missed yeah. it in single issues. Mother Panic Gotham AD trade is out. Mm -hmm. Mr. Miracle, mm -hmm. 1 through 12, oh, comes out in trade. Yeah, if you did not get this series, definitely pick that up. Definitely, because I want them to eventually release a hardcover, too. Yes. Yeah. And Tom King has said that the hardcover will come if the trade sells well. Right. Which is... So I, I would just release the hardcover first, personally, if I already see, but... So this is where we get hard for Mr. Miracle? Hard for uh, <laughs> I'm gonna let that go. I'm trying to think. Hard for Scott Free. <laughs> I'm trying to uh, think. Scott of Free or Die Hard. 
Free or free hard or die. <laughs> Live hard or scot free. Scott hard, Freeze, hard is, is another word for nothing left to get hard. Hard is a miracle. <laughs> Somewhere Bob Dole just rolled over. <laughs> Motherland's that's, trade that's paperback. The second Bob Dole joke in 24 hours. Thank you for that. The second Bob Dole joke in like three hours. Right, sure. Okay, so third in 24 <laughs> yeah. hours. Okay. Who else made one? Mike. Oh, okay. <laughs> Of course he yeah. did. What do you think? Uh, I'm sorry. I think erectile dysfunction. I think Bob Dole. <laughs> That's, you know, I think Bob Dole would want you to think that. And then I think about Britney Spears doing that Pepsi commercial <laughs> with Bob Dole. <laughs> Down boy. Um, <laughs> I said Motherlands. Death or Glory Volume 1 is out? Yep. Oh, get Motherlands. That was so good. Motherlands yeah. is very good. I want you to read that when all things out. Dick Monster. Gideon Falls Volume 1. I'm sorry, the the... Dick Humanid. (laughs) Yes. Gideon Falls Volume 1, The Black Barn. Yes. Maestro's Volume 1. Yes. And this is a vault book that I missed. Cult Classic Return to Whisper gets its first trade. Okay. Um... I don't know much about it, but at this point, it's vault, and I missed it, so I'm gonna get the trade. Nice. Nice. Is that it? There's also Domino Volume 1 coming out. Oh, yes. Uh, Definitely get that thing. Domino is so good. So, so good. Do you know what time it is? Yes, the long the- box no. book report. Uh. It's the long box book report. <sighs> the record reflect only Brian sang that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I haven't is. sang anything in like three weeks since Jim's been here. That's not even close. Shh, to that's my story and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> Like, you know I have the ability to listen, right? Like, I can listen to the episode. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I know you can. I do. I'm just not <laughs> caught up to the last one because I haven't read the fucking books, Brian. To save mankind, they became the Night Force. Don't you bully me. <laughs> First issue Night spectacular. Force. <sighs> Night Force. Together again, Marv Wolfman and Gene Colan. There were no Wolfmen in this Night Force book. That's all I'm saying. No, there was. One. One. Wal- he was Marv whole thing. in it. He just wrote it. <laughs> yeah. He put himself in the whole That's thing, right. Alex. All right, so tell us about it. Um, Some spooky people come together to fight spooky shit in a spooky mansion. Um, starts off with a couple of people driving across a bridge and getting gunned down by a helicopter. We never really come back to that in this. <laughs> what spooky mansion is this? Um, I'm gonna get there. Okay. Uh, after they crash, the scene cuts to the Potomac Psychiatric Hospital where we meet uh, the granddaughter of the Van Helsing. Uh, we, of Van Helsing. Mm-hmm. We meet Vanessa Van Helsing who sees demons. And everyone thinks she's crazy. Go figure that. <laughs> okay, just a, I, this goes right along with don't read the book. Okay, if there is a descending a descendant of a Van Helsing that sees shit, you believe them. <laughs> I also want to point out that if a woman sees demons, she's crazy. But if a man sees demons, he's a prophet. Yeah, that's right. So... I'm, no, that I'm just kidding. That is not how I really feel. I do not really feel that way. Believe me, people at home, 
I would hurt him if I thought At that were M. the case. At M.A. Haynes. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go to this mansion <laughs> where a reporter meets a spooky dude with a pet jaguar named Merlin. There it is. Because if you're going to have a pet jaguar. Well, no, there's there's very significance to that right now. Well, yes. Well, I I, I like the exchange they have. Uh, the the reporter asks him, "Oh, is is this supposed to be Merlin reincarnated? Come on, don't give me that hokum." Like, no, he's not Merlin reincarnated. That would be ridiculous. He's named Merlin because Merlin gave him to me. Okie dokie. Um, don't name your pets after your friends. Okay. Yeah, just ask Roberto Alejandro. Uh, <laughs> those are not my pets. Those are with me for life. Thank you and very much. And it is an honor. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, Alex, do you know the significance of this currently? It's the mansion that's in Justice League Dark. It's also uh, very much uh, Wintergreen and Merlin. Are the, Wintergate. I'm sorry, Wintergate. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Well, I said Wintergreen, didn't I? Oops. I'm having death stroke. You oops, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> having death stroke crossovers right now. <laughs> having a death stroke. <laughs> a little death stroke. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, this was the mansion in Justice League Dark. What do you got? Um, Raven. The the Raven series that, that How could I possibly know that? I'm not reading he it. You didn't read it. You might soon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to know it before you read it. Alex, you're supposed to know everything. <laughs> Put that computer um, brain to work. No, but that, that's why I'm telling you now. He is very, very prominent in the Raven series that Marv Wolfman is writing right now. Spoiler that's, alert. Yeah. No, no, that's like from <laughs> issue one. It's not a spoiler. I thought the Justice League Dark thing was more relevant, but okay. Okay. But yeah, Justice League Dark also. Yeah. Then basically, magic dude and journalist dude argue with each other about whether magic dude is magic or just full of shit. Uh, then some scientists summon a demon for reasons they don't understand. For science, obviously. For science? No, they weren't doing it. They don't remember Did they read started. from the book? <laughs> Oops. There is no book in here for them to read from. Okay. They were measuring magical output, I guess, for the Pentagon. No way that goes badly. <laughs> Uh, whenever they do their shit, poor Vanessa Van Helsing starts seeing demons. And then through a series of contrived events, they all get together when Magic Dude somehow convinces convinces the uh, mental institution that is holding Vanessa to call Scientist Dude who summoned these demons without really any intention or recollection of having having done so. And then also... Journalist dude decides to meet up with them there, and now they're all doing their thing while some sort of redheaded spy is also manipulating scientist dude. It stops making a lot of sense after a while. All right, now so now I'm going to play why why I specifically said the Raven one. Yeah, the last issue of that uh, series so far, he talks about recreating the Night Force. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. Mm, timely, timely. No, that's Marvel. No. Okay. It is now. That was it. It was fine. Like it. It was better written than a lot of older stuff. 
but nowhere like, an near issue as bad as itself, some of the things Alex has read for Longbox. As an issue by itself, like you get introductions and you get some teasers, yeah, yeah, but you don't enough. get a whole lot of what's really going on. Right. What the like? I wouldn't even really call them a team at this point. <laughs> In my hand, Brian. <laughs> Brian just made the jack-off symbol at me, and I'm like, "No, look, we can let Alex it's talk a little dice longer." Dice rolling symbol. <laughs> this is dice rolling. This is not. See, that's not dice. That's rolling. not that's dice. dice rolling. No, you're too up. It's it's too up. Okay, I roll dice just like this. It should be level. I don't, my hand is not level when I roll dice. I don't know. It's like but this. if you're going to make the symbol. <laughs> All right. It's a back and forth, not an up and down. Who's Jen one, who's is one, two? Brian's two. Uh, it's a one. It's, no, it's on. It's, no, it it's is not, a, it's that not is flat. A one. It wasn't flat, though. That is so a one. It wasn't flat. <laughs> not cool. <laughs> so, Brian. Yes. What do you think about rocks? I'm glad that none of the rocks that you get at Rock Hounds and Relics are possessed by demons. You don't know that. Okay. Technically, you're correct. I do not know that, but I do currently believe it to be so. <laughs> this is a wild claim you're making. <laughs> and also, maybe some people want their rocks to have demons in them. Mm, I, that thought never occurred to me. <laughs> yeah. As someone who wouldn't read from the book, that thought never occurred to me. Perhaps, perhaps you are some sort of blue or lighter blue wizard <laughs> with a penchant for rocks and need some demonic rocks for a spell. Maybe you could go to Rock Hounds and Relics and get them. You know what? I think you can get all of your rock needs at Rock Hounds. Are we right about that, Jen? You are. You are totally right about that. Yeah. What did Brian say? <laughs> I don't know. I just. You're it's... right. Thank it's you. It's kind of like you a wah, 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 <laughs> dick jokes. Wah, wah. It's, it's. Hawkman and Shire. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Mm. Mm. All right. What'd you get there, Jen? Uh, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I've. All right. This is Amazing Comics team. Tales of the Sunrunners. Oh boy. That that sounds like one of those super independent comics. Oh, well, it's got New Mutants and X Mutants on the back of it, so that that tells me everything I fucking need to know. Let me see. Oh, those and New Mutants. Was, oh, this is the parody book. And yes. it was the coming soon so this is before <laughs> new mutants and x-mutants um so this is like before they even got bad at writing parody <laughs> they wrote this yeah i it could be before they got better at it that's <laughs> uh, what i'm thinking good no, that's kind of what i meant like they're not even to the point where they're bad cool <laughs> Okay, but it... it oh, we found the butts. With, yeah, it did. <laughs> keeps in line with that good, good art. Somewhat good, good art. Butts. The good butts, really. That's it. Welcome to good butts. Some of the good butts. Can I take your... Order? Yes, I will have all of the good butts, please. 
I told you. Well, you already know this. I don't have to tell you. I already told you what what categorically has the best butt award for Longbuck Book Report ever. But you've already read that series. Power Girl. Yeah, hell yeah. yes. <laughs> this has an elephant lady with a good butt. Oh. All that junk up in her trunk? <laughs> nope, not in her trunk. Definitely in the booty. All right, cool. So, all right, cool. So, all right, cool. I guess I'll read this. Okay. Cool. cool, all right. We'll, we'll look forward to hearing all about right, it next cool. week. Yeah. We would like to thank Chase Parker. Oh, no, we have more things to talk about. We do? Just a few. I was going to get to that in the, you want to do that before the thanking Chase Parker? Yeah, that feels like an end. I mean, I don't know if you've noticed, but our outro has gotten to be about five minutes long at this point. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. All right. Pretty much. Well, you do you, Alex. We'll start I'll there. Stop, I'll stop editorializing. No, it's fine. We'll start there. You sound like Brian now. <laughs> God, Brian. I mean, Jen, I mean, Brian. <laughs> we have an announcement to make. Yeah. Yeah, we do. As we have said before, we have woot, woot, woot. another live show scheduled. We have gotten the go-ahead now to officially announce yes when and where it will be mm-hmm. where's our next live show gonna be jen oh i get to do it you get to do it we're gonna be live at dragon con yeah, we are. yes indeed it's going to be fun on friday august 31st at 4 p.m mm-hmm. in the hilton galleria room seven Yes. As is currently scheduled. It's unlikely, I think, at this point that that will change. But yeah. things do happen. They, they fairly it's got a pretty tight now. schedule. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, they've told us, don't expect a lot of changes. Yeah, 4 o'clock Friday. Right. 4 o'clock Friday. In all likelihood in the gallery of 7. But, yeah. you know, if you're going to be there, download the app, read the guide, check you're, it. If you're going to be there, you're going to do that anyway. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. Just, yeah. Um. I mean, frankly, I think at the end of the day, it basically has to be either Galleria 6 or 7. I think that's where most of the podcasting's happening. Yeah, I think so, too. And the Crystal Ballroom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's going to be awesome. It is. I can't We're wait. We're very excited. I'm, yeah, very excited. We need to pick our books for each other to read. We sure do. We do. Because, hang on, I've got to watch the expressions and, on and people's faces. And if there's anyone that listens to us that has never been to DragonCon, probably, in my opinion... If not the best, then certainly some of the best cosplay you'll ever see. Oh, yeah. It's killer. It's Dragon Con. And the panel is less than four weeks away. Yeah. 27 days. Yeah. Wow. Okay, yeah. That doesn't scare me. There's that. I got this. You do got this. Yeah. We got this. That's a different podcast. Yeah. No, that's that's the same day, though, I think. I yeah. think that's at one. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. So, Sounds good. Come see us at Dragon Con. Oh, no, it's like the next day. Yeah, um, and can I talk about the other? Can I talk about mine? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can talk about your shows you're on. Jen's okay. going to be guesting on other things. Yeah, I'm going to do... They like her better than I'm us. Gonna, <laughs> I'm going to do some more. So I'm going to, on they're Sunday... Humans. Well, I just said I would, you know, I kind of hoard myself out for that one. And I was like, I'll do anything. Put me on stuff. Brian and I were like, we've got my Bim Bam and Adventure Zone tickets. We're not available after 5.30. And I was like, yep. I didn't get any tickets. Hmm. Yeah. I'll just do more panels. So I'm also going to be on Comic Flicks, The Good, The Bad, and Breaking the Panel with Charles McFall and crew. Nice. Uh, that one is Sunday at 7 p.m. in Galleria 6. And I'm going to be on Ask a Creator Anything, which is pretty much like Ask Podcasters. Your podcast questions. questions, or literally any, 
any question. Yeah. Um, and that one is the last one of the con Monday at 2.30 p.m. Wow. We should prepare questions to ask her. Oh, I swear to God, you guys. Which of us is your favorite, Brian or me? <laughs> <laughs> what is... How, what is the best way to establish drinking rules for a podcast? <laughs> oh, that one I got you covered. How much do you regret starting panelology? <laughs> okay, okay, actually, please show up and ask me those questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. All right. Yeah. Now, not before now, but now, we would like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. Mm -hmm. We would. We are available on your podcasting, podcatching, podcast listening platform of choice. And if we're not, let us know. We'll try to get there unless it's Spotify. <laughs> the world is not big enough for Alex Jones and us both. Apparently. There you go. Um, you can also listen to us at panelologypodcast.com. If you would like to support us, subscribe if you haven't already. Share us with friends. Rate and review us, or if you are feeling particularly generous, you can support us financially on our Patreon at patreon.com slash panelology. If you enjoy Jen and me, you can also listen to Minds at Yerk, our bi-weekly Animorphs reread podcast. Yeah. We'll have a new episode live. If this is live on Monday, then we'll have a new episode live tomorrow on Tuesday. Jen's not on that one because, as she's mentioned, she was I sick. Was, yeah, sick. Indisposed. Oh, yeah. yeah. But like Arnold Schwarzenegger, she will be back. True. And, uh... As will we. Not gonna lie, I'm not upset that I didn't get to talk about the Giga Marco book. You're not upset about that? Yeah. I mean... So many emotions. Huh? So many emotions. Oh, yeah, there's that. <laughs> Y'all, those books are dark. They are. Uh, also, this week's episode will have my turn writing fanfic for animals. Those, those books nice. were, were the first thing that ever gave my daughter nightmares. Oh, yes, cool. nice. I can't imagine why. No, <laughs> definitely not. All right. Yep. Uh, that's it. That's all. That's everything. Unless you guys have something. Oh, yeah. you can listen to that at on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean, or. At Minds at Yerk. That's Y-E-E-R-K dot com. Me amo Alex. Me amo Jenna. And I'm Brian. <laughs> Hasta la vista, cool babies.